Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. Do you think, did you know that in um, Scotland they call potatoes tatties? I did not know that. That's Well, fun. you're welcome. That's all. I mean, that's Great. all I got for the show this week. So good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> that's. Yeah. As, I mean, that's as good as this is as good as the show gets, right? You know what? Can I throw something else in there? Hmm. In Scotland, they got a soup called cockaleeky soup. So a little cockaleeky side of tatties. Yeah, you're eating Maybe good you in put Scotland. Some tatties in your cockaleeky. Where'd all these Scotland facts? come from jesse are you thinking about I mean, uh, scotland heading... baby <laughs> wow right where all good scotland facts come from straight straight from the loch ness monster's mouth ah they're from scotland <laughs> yeah that's um, all i really are know you br- are scotland. you brushing up are you thinking about a trip no, out I, there are you I'm, I'm just thinking about uh just like names for stuff that mm-hmm. sounds like a dick or whatever you know right Ta- tatties so... that could be testicles yeah, right. Yeah, and so that what's, would fall in the whatever category. And what's the name of the soup again? Uh, cockaleeky soup. Cockaleek. So yeah, that's. I mean, you got your dick and balls right there. <laughs> Cockale. Oh, oh, oh! Right in the tatties, dude. Oh, you caught it in the tatties. Oh, right in the cockaleeky. If this was a movie that came out around like two thousand and two, would have somebody going, "Oh, by tatties." Yeah. Caught it in the tatties. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Um, you know, I'm not learning about Scottish soups, so so you're not doing that good. No, I had a, I you know, I had a lovely day. I uh, mother mother came up to visit, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I call <laughs> mother came to visit, and uh, we had we had dumplings, and then we went to the Huntington Gardens. And we had nothing a... wrong with dumplings. This is no better food. Well, cockaleeky soup. Sure. But other than oh my dumplings oh, <laughs> what kind of dumplings did you have? Uh, we had uh, we got an order of soup dumplings and then an order of standard dumplings. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Where'd you get those Americana brand? No, we went to uh, it's like a a, a a Pasadena dumpling place, not part mm-hmm. of a mega mall. Pie and burger. Pie and burger, yeah. <laughs> they'll if you ask them for thirty minutes straight, <laughs> they'll make a dumpling. It's not usually on the menu, but uh, if you're annoying enough and if you start crying, yeah, like a diaper baby, yeah, Pro somebody tip. will somebody will go back and make you a soup dumpling. Pro tip, Jordan. Yeah, if you're gonna get this soup dumplings at Pie and Burger, mm-hmm. get grilled onions. Yeah. Ask for the grass. Ask for them animal style. <laughs> I ask for everything animal style. Yeah. Except yeah, for know. my lovemaking, which I only do as a human. Because it <laughs> would be blasphemous to do otherwise. You think God looks down on that? Yes, he twas. <laughs> Sorry, I mean does. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you do anything animal-like during your lovemaking, that's like an automatic hell ticket. And Jordan, I don't need do that. A, do you have a favorite soup? Oh, um, I mean, I like many soups. 
Let's see. Favorite it sounds like soup. you're just wasting time because you've never you can't uh, think of any types. Okay, of soup. fine. All right. You know what, Jesse? <laughs> I've never had. I've soup. never had soup. Okay. I ask for soup and no one gives it to me. <laughs> I've tried to make soup and I just burn my hands. This is this one's for I've you. I've never Sharon had soup. What was your problem with wet foods when Jordan was growing up? Yeah, sorry. We were a, we were a solids only house even when I was a baby. What I was not top, given. What are your top soups? Oh, let's see. So I'm gonna go. I love a ramen. Mm-hmm. God, uh, that is fucking good. Ramen is good. Good as hell. Um, you know, I don't like the weird egg in there. The we, I mean, we've talked oh. about. I'm picky about the eggs, so yeah, I sometimes have like to eggs. eat around the egg or ask them to not put the egg or give the egg to a friend. Man, I um, had a great uh, ramen trip this week. Oh yeah, where'd you go? Well, I went out to uh, my neurologist. I got a new mm-hmm. neurologist. Uh, shout out to Dorothy Dada. Right. Um, I went out to see. I went out to see my girl Double D in Santa Monica. Don't call her that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can call me. Probably, she probably don't. You can call. Don't call her that to her face. Don't call She's her that. So smart and dignified. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, my uh, neurology. My neurology is up here. <laughs> she says, <laughs> "My brain is up here." That's good. I went to see Doctor. I went to see Doctor Dorothy Dada, mm-hmm. and uh, she's out there in Santa Monica. It took me. That's so funny. Santa- I go to see her sister, Morothy Mama, <laughs> who has a different last name. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Just talking about stuff on the podcast. What's a podcast if not saying words? <laughs> Um, that's what I you nines. Out, that's what you nines every podcast, Jesse. I went out to Santa Monica, and you yes. know, once in a while, I'll, I'll be thinking like, "Oh, living in Los Angeles, they all everyone talks about is traffic." But traffic is not a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know why everybody's talking about traffic. And then you drive to then Santa you hit Monica, a little tra- then you hit a little the traffic. Beach community of Santa Monica it takes mm-hmm. you ninety minutes. Sure. So I got out there to Santa Monica, and I, I felt like I wanted to make it count. Oh yeah. And yeah, you know, when you go, I'll, when you like spend, when you spend a bunch of time in traffic and then just do one thing that you like, fuck, I only did one thing, yeah. do another thing. Like, so, just I like to the, go to a, like go to a Barnes and Noble and use the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Two things. <laughs> I did a second thing. I, uh, I went to a thrift store, which, mm-hmm. you know, there you go. That's, that's my main move. Great activity. When I'm going great activity. I mean, when am I going to get back out there? So I went to the thrift store, and then it occurred to me I was getting peckish. I'm like, oh, I'm going to triple dip this. Nice. Three activities. The, the classic trip. Well, this was a triple triple, mm. uh, which was my third activity was three activities in one. Oh, my gosh. I went to the Japanese grocery store. Yep. Uh, bought myself some uh, some strawberry pandas. Mm-hmm. And some chewy style candy, mm-hmm. uh, and some pockies, right? And some mayonnaise, mm-hmm. and uh, you know some other shit that I saw. Yeah, you dipped something the, you called dip, premium boss coffee. You dipped the pockies into the mayonnaise. Oh, you got it. Yeah, because the the uh, savory flavor of that mayonnaise. Oof. So I went to the Japanese grocery store. Inside that Japanese grocery store is a ramen restaurant. Mm -hmm. Fucked up some ramen. Yeah. There you go. 
fucking destroyed Check it. out these activities. That's worth the that's worth the 90 minutes. Did you have the egg? Do you like the egg? All right, man. Give if we ever get Robin, you can you can soft. You can take my you can take my egg. <laughs> uh, then I hit up the Japanese bookstore uh, mm-hmm. to buy myself some of my favorite Japanese fashion magazines. Yeah, what a fun day! Yeah, I treated myself. You deserve it. You work hard. You work hard. Treat yourself. That when I was in the spoil Japanese, your inner child. When I was in the Japanese magazine store, yes, the Kinokuniya. I wanted to get some of my favorite mags. Yeah. Um, second. Mm-hmm. Lightning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Popeye. Right. And I'm going in there, and I'm looking at the thing, and I'm not seeing Popeye. Yeah. I'm like, man, I want to read Popeye. Sure. you gonna... They had Men's X, but they didn't have Popeye. Yeah. And... Are you going to learn about the uh, hot new chicken sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> So while it weird that the it's weird that the Popeyes restaurant does not in in none of its branding features the character Popeye. Yeah, does Popeye mean something else, or does Popeye is Popeye Popeye only the sailor man? Popeye license and lost it. Uh huh. But you can still call it it Popeye, but you can't feature. Yeah, I think Popeye used they used to have Popeye and Popeyes. Hmm. Or at least Bluto or whatever his name is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I killed Popeye and it's my restaurant now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing there looking at this magazine rack, Jordan. Yeah. Wishing there was a Popeye's in there and thinking, yeah. should I go to the front and ask for a Popeye's? And just for context, in the Japanese bookstore, there are some like beautiful design books and like little gifts. But basically, you're just talking about 16-year-olds buying manga. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole manga area. Yeah, that's for what sixteen year olds. I guess from what I understand, manga is saving all brick and mortar businesses. Yes, <laughs> like that's why, the only reason there are still buildings standing where one can do commerce is because they have they've shoveled in some manga. God, is buying manga at the T-Mobile store? Sure. <laughs> I I'm standing there thinking. Head like, down to go- Stater Brothers, <laughs> get a little One Piece. Should I go ask if there's Popeye, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, the counter is maybe eight, ten feet to my left. And I just hear this voice saying, Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Do you have, do you have any copies of Popeye magazine? And I looked over there and there was just a fucking white necktie dweebus. And then I realized who I was. Wait. Just a, a necktie dweebus in their Japanese bookstore asking if they have Popeye. Were, wait, did you see? Did, was this a was this like your dark twin, or did you yes. just realize? Oh, okay. Just a guy in a barber jacket right. and a necktie, just a real fucking dweebus. Yeah, at the counter there saying, "Excuse me, oh, pardon me. <laughs> do you have Popeye? Do you happen to have a copy of Oily Boy?" And then did you did you two automatically start hating each other because of some small difference that no one else would notice? Uh, we had a sword fight with our dicks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Should we introduce our guest? I'd love to. Our guest on the program is uh, one of the, I'll say, uh, host performers. Uh, the The entertainers that make up the program 
Hello from the Magic Tavern, Arnie Niekamp. Hi, Arnie. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on. I also like that you sort of underlined a central thing I was thinking about myself today is that everything I do is hard to explain. Like every aspect, <laughs> every aspect of my life is like not total like not like impossible to explain but it's just sort of like is always going to be a little bit of a road bump yeah people ask me what show i do mm -hmm. when i tell them i'm a podcaster if they say oh, i say oh i'm i'm a podcaster so oh, what what show do you do and i'm like well i host a public radio show where i interview artists mm -hmm. they nod and then I'm like, and then me and my friend from college have this show where we say <laughs> dick words. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah Ar Arnie, I the think latter the latter is more successful. <laughs> uh, Arnie, I think the example that I think we're all kind of in a similar boat here. We're similar mm -hmm. men, similar, yeah. similar dweebuses. Look, we're just mm -hmm. a group of oily boys over here. <laughs> sure. Oh, <yeah. laughs> just asking for a pop asking for our Popeyes. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, I think the example that I think we give a lot is that it is so it is so hard to explain what this is to an aunt you were seated next to at a wedding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honestly, Jordan, this Arnie's a little less. This right here, mm -hmm. hard to explain to the people who are listening right <laughs> now. <laughs> They're sitting there wondering. What am I doing? Why have I made this choice? I could just be listening to Radio Lab. Um, Arnie, what do you tell people when when you're at a wedding and you have to tell them what you do for a living? Uh, if I talk about the podcast, I usually I almost sort of just try to avoid it because it's uh, like it's it's so you know it's a you know, I'm like improvised fantasy podcast and like immediately it's like every word could turn someone off like like oh god uh and, and then i'm like and i play myself and like it's just it's very complicated and so I, I sort of avoid it um so then sometimes you know i'll i i by day i make video games so i'll sort of tiptoe into that but i generally like try to make it seem interesting enough that I'm interesting, but not interesting enough that there are follow-up questions where I have to start like going down the road of explaining every sort of bit of it. Yeah, the follow-up is where it gets dodgy. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, I, you do, Arnie. You work for you work for uh, Jackbox Games. Yeah, I uh, have been there for like 15, 16 years. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of directing, designing, writing. Uh, video games where people draw boobs and dicks uh, and share them with their friends we uh we played we played jackbox games at the uh, max fun christmas party we had a virtual christmas party this year played uh some games and there were some games where you had to come up with a witticism mm -hmm. uh and i i just got creamed by like our accounting department just absolutely just Valerie is on the stream here. She's nodding because she remembers. I just got <laughs> fucking destroyed. And you know who? But you, your accounting won? your accounting is, department is Bruce Valanche, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity Bon Motster. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Valanche. 
just got absolutely destroyed. Is that what you design Jackbox games for to make me look bad? Yeah, specifically. <laughs> every every Monday we come in and we're like, what's a new way? What's an what's another game that could really bring Jesse Thorne his comeuppance uh, in one way or another? <laughs> The real, like, the thing we're really striving for for Party Pack 9, which we're working on now, is a game about uh, fancy clothes and baseball that you'll still do bad at. That's like, (laughs) can we achieve that? Well, you know I'm going to do bad at it. I don't have the latest issue of Popeye. That's true. Can I, this is a slight side tangent from what you were saying before. It's crazy to think that Popeye's had Popeye and lost it. Isn't that like McDonald's losing Ronald McDonald? Did they, you think Popeye's (laughs) chicken invented Popeye the Sailor Man? Is that what you're telling us? Well, did Popeye's get Popeye? Do you think there was a guy named Frank Popeye (laughs) who started a Louisiana style fried chicken restaurant? Had some success, thought, I'm going to extend this brand into newspaper comics, uh, a cartoon series, and eventually a Robert Altman film. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd like to live in that world. I'm starting to suspect maybe I'm wrong. Do you think, do you guys think Robert Altman, when he was laying out his career, he was like, I'm going to make MASH, I'm going to make Nashville, McCabe and Mrs. Miller. I want to do adaptations too. Hmm. How about Popeye and a Prairie Home Companion? <laughs> can't, can't nail me down. <laughs> Man, Altman, Altman was early to the game. What is what is Popeye but a fucking comic book movie? Oh yeah. Would you say that's the first comic book movie, Jordan? Popeye? Uh yes. I would yeah. say that. I agree. I think it is. And I think Popeye is our nation's greatest superhero. That yeah. I mean, I think it's single moms, but <laughs> okay, fair enough. We can disagree on that. Arnie, can I make a get them to team up, single moms and Popeye? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Avengers. My oh, Avengers. No. My Avengers aren't some CGI guy named Chris. Okay, my Avengers. I don't know which guy's named Chris. All Iron most of Man? most Avengers. Oh, a lot of Chris's. No a lot of Chris's. Uh, okay. yeah, a lot of Chris's. Arnie, take my I word for a, it. You don't need me to list the Chris's. Can I make a suggestion? Just speaking of licensing for Jackbox games. Mm-hmm. So this is like a party situation. You're looking for fun games, but you're out of ideas. Mm-hmm. So uh, why not license the Nintendo Wii game? Imagine Party Babies. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. Yeah, so this is a game where you have you have your own baby, mm-hmm. and you compete in baby games, baby competitions. You know how at like a nursery or something they they make the babies fight and do competitions. Sure, <laughs> yeah, and we all oh, yeah. bet on it on the side. Yeah. It's just a simulator of that, basically. Imagine colon party babies. But uh, oh, Arnie. Babies is spelled with a Z. I almost mm. forgot to mention that. Mm, okay. B-A-B-Y-Z. Okay. Yeah. Imagine party babies for the Wii? Yeah, for Nintendo Wii. But this would be for the this would be playable on the, on Zoom or on the web. <laughs> it would have to be. Yeah. It would have to be. Office Christmas parties. 
Do you remember like any of the specific mini games in yeah, Imagine like, Party Babies? Like crawling fast was one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Suckling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hit A to suckle. <laughs> is this is imagine cuz you say Imagine Colon Party Babies. Is yeah. is this part of an a large a larger Imagine franchise like Imagine Colon Party Babies, but is there also like Imagine colon hate dogs, you know, like, is there just other, (laughs) but they eventually lost the John Lennon connection. Like they had John Lennon at the beginning. Right. And then they lost it. Guys, I'm going to give you a, uh, a quick gameplay overview. If you guys don't mind. Yeah, no, that sounds great. So the first thing uh, you're asked to do when you begin your imagine party babies experience, be it single or multiplayer is to customize your baby with style. Mm. Um, Mm. So you should put that in there. Arnie, customizing your baby baby with with style. style. Um, And it says, you know, the customization options are extensive, allowing you to not only choose what your baby wears, i.e. clothing and accessories. Right. I I was expecting you guys to say that with me, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also their physical appearance, allowing you to change their hairstyle as well as the look of their eyes. Oh. Hmm. So that's pretty good. Once you're happy with how your baby looks, because God knows babies care about their looks. Am I, am I uptight because doing this would make me feel like a creepazoid? Uh, like a dressing up a digital baby like Examples of this? what to expect include whack-a-mole, changing oh, diapers, no. brushing teeth, uh, counting sheep, and carefully rocking the baby cradle backwards and forwards with the Wiimote. Hmm. Is the whack-a-mole... Like, are you whacking the baby's heads as they they pop up? Yeah, I think probably. Or maybe there's babies and there's moles in there. You got to keep them away from the goddamn babies. Yeah. Do you think the the screen just says, look, it's a Wii game. We have to do whack-a-mole. We didn't really come up with a reason why. It's amazing. that high scores, Jordan, in the mini Mm -hmm. games, the player is rewarded with in-game currency, which can subsequently be spent on more costumes to customize your baby with. Uh, So... Alien, Gladiator, Pirate, <laughs> Caveman, and Knight Styles. Is, each more adorable than the last. It is really crazy that they stole much, so much of this stuff for The Last of Us 2. <laughs> <laughs> like, people talk about that game like it's a, you know, like it's a masterpiece. But they just is stole there, so much of this stuff. Jordan, are there any, yes. um, are there any babies in, in Elden Ring? Oh, let's see. Elden Ring. Or, yes. or also, new... we also are party babies or regular babies. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's an important distinction. Uh, Jesse, would you say that, and before I answer this, would you say that any of your children were party babies? Um, well, more like, I mean, there was a period where Gracie would uh, go upstairs to my bedroom, disappear into my closet, and then uh, come out with my shoes on, and she would just walk around going, Shoosh, shoosh, shoosh. I mean, that's a party. That sounds like a mini game to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yes. So, Elden Ring, the new uh, high fantasy adventure from From Software. I don't think there's any babies. I don't think you play as a baby. You're a uh, lowly tarnished of no renown. Of course, mm-hmm. we all know that. So that's not right. It's ob. Um. Yeah, there's a gross giant with a kind of a butthole in his middle. 
Mm. Um, Did you poop out of it? Not that I. I mean, you know, you know, you never know with these games. But you're only a couple hours in. But I've, yeah, there's a day night cycle, so it might poop at night, which is when I like to poop. There's, Relatable. Yeah. There's. Uh, let's see. Margaret the Fell Omen. Does she do Godric, the famous Godric baby the grafted. Um No, uh-uh. uh, uh, mm. just kind of hits you with a big stick. That's an AOE attack. Are there any AOEs in Party Babies? <laughs> What's an AOE attack? Am I? Am uh, I yeah, I mean, it's, I actually, note? I actually don't know what AOE stands for. It's a, it's like a, it's, it's like a video game terminology for like an attack that like, like a blast radius. Like if you made like a blast radius up, ah, Valerie put in the chat mm. area of effect. Thank you, Valerie. Mm. So it's like a. You know, like an energy blast that kind of blasts out. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? You, sure. you guys can oh, yeah. picture this blast. Yeah, um, glad I asked. I wanted to return to now that we've cracked the we've we've uh, solved the mystery of the AOE. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to return to a topic from a previous episode that has proved to be rather hot. Mm. Oh. I wanted to get Arnie's opinion on it. Okay. Arnie, when you when you do laundry, mm-hmm. what? How do you feel about a tiny little load? Did I find in the laundry? If you when you're doing your laundry, <laughs> and the washing machine, <laughs> and if you, look, just a little bit of a load. I mean, I prefer it's tiny. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's got to be cleaned. Uh I uh, usually err on the side of doing a lot of laundry, but you know what? It does feel good to sometimes do a small. I'm trying to think of a. Adge- I'm trying to think of a a synonym for load. Uh, I would do like <laughs> a small the, batch of laundry. A, ba- a batch of laundry. <laughs> What's that, Jesse? What's the typical volume on your loads? Mm. <laughs> well, look. First of all. <laughs> As a family man, I'm dealing with more than just my own. Like, it's not just my load, right, I guess right. I'd say. Yeah. Uh, Especially so, if you've got teenagers. Teenage boys yeah. are dirty. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, I, you know, I would say above average load. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm humble. You know what I've found? I don't know if you guys have found this. Uh, sometimes we'll do small loads like every day, but if I wait for like a week, I end up with a huge load. Yeah. I mean, I my loads got bigger after I started buying these supplements from Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> laundry supplements. <laughs> yeah, sure. La- you know, laundry supplements. Yeah. From um, Alex Jones, the mm-hmm. conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Listen, have, the guy's was... wrong about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not about laundry supplements. Mm-hmm. Color safe. When I'm please. doing laundry, I always have to remember, like, do I care about any of the settings? Like, do I need to get a stain out because I've got, like, a cockaleaky stain or something <laughs> right. in my <laughs> sure. laundry? Yeah. <laughs> Arnie, I think my favorite part of that thing that you just said was at the end when you said laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, boy, it's going to take me a while to get around to setting up saying laundry in this scenario, but I can do it. You know what? In the future, if we meet an aunt at a wedding, mm-hmm. we should just play in this. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, now I understand. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Arnie, for you, for your benefit, we were uh, uh, on, a, on a previous episode, Jesse and I both discovered that we both love to do a tiny little load of laundry mm-hmm. um, because it's kind of manageable. It's not a day killer. You can just do a couple of like, you know, things you know you're going to need for the week. Um, you know, f- folding doesn't, doesn't, doesn't take a ton of time. You can dry it kind of quick. Um, and you know, while we acknowledge that this might not be the best thing for the environment, it's, you know, we're all doing, we're all doing our best here. And sometimes you just got to do a tiny little load of it. Uh, you know, if it's gonna, if it's gonna help your mental health going forward, you know, sometimes into, into it's the relaxing week. to just do yeah. a tiny load. Sure. Mm-hmm. Get a little, wo- I will never, I will say this. I will never do all of my laundry. I have never gotten to what laundry zero. Uh, But I mean, this proved to be if, you know, my menchies were any indication, uh, I was called a monster. Really? For my laundry, for my laundry. Because you're destroying the environment? I don't know. I, yeah. Because you have a butthole in your middle? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm proud of my middle butthole. I think it's beautiful. You know, I think a lot of my, uh, I think a lot of my loads could be described as an AOE. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, you're a regular Godric the Grafted over there with your AOE. <laughs> I um, I destroyed the environment this week too. Mm. Uh, I have been since I moved into this house that I live in. I've been resenting. Do you know these kind of dribble drabble over your head shower heads? Mm-hmm. Uh, like just like a weak shower head? Is this no a... like the kind that's straight right over your head? Like it's coming from the sky, and then it dribble drabbles on you like raindrop, like little raindrops. Like you get it in rain? a disappointing fancy hotel. Mm. I think I. I mean, I've 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 experienced an overhead shower in a yeah. yeah in like a in like a marriott bonvoy right. everyone bonvoy to you all <laughs> bonvoy bon everyone bonvoy arnie <laughs> bonvoy listeners marriott. arnie bonvoy 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 uh so i've experienced but i in all of the ones i've experienced have been i dare i say rather powerful really yeah they have not You're been a dribble drabble they've been a they've been a deluge a, tor- a torrent, these... much you, like the spectral you... steed, you get an Elden Ring <laughs> to traverse up to. Uh... Anyway, <laughs> shut up, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I must obtain the flask of wondrous physic <laughs> to scale Stormvale Castle and defeat Godric the Grafted. <laughs> Fuck you, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, I'm gonna be honest. I love this shit. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, I shall. I shall send you a flask of wondrous physic, my lad. <laughs> Arnie, what you know? You know what I'm talking about? Where it dribble drabbles straight mm-hmm. down on oh, top yeah, of the, the top of your head. The dribble drabble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's. I mean, yeah. It looks like a cookie sheet or something over your head, and it just kind of like yeah drips water. Yeah. So I had one of these. By the way, cops. Uh, pulling up on my block just completely right in front of my house um but uh the dribble drabble i had a dribble drabble at at my house since i moved in and i fucking hate it i hate this Mm. dribble drabble so much was it just 
It was it, it. Did you install it, or was it, it come with the house? No, it one hundred percent came with the house, and it was a weird color, so it was hard to. I couldn't figure mm. out how to change it because it was bronze color. Mm. I'm like, what the fucking shower heads aren't bronze? What if they get third they had place? To go to the special bronze house shit store to buy it. <laughs> so um, I hate it because you have to kind of wait for the water to bounce on your head, go down the side of your head, go mm-hmm. down your shoulders, and then all the way into your butt crack to get your butt clean. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to do it. Is it possible your shower's just trying to do a small load? <laughs> yeah, it's possible. It's like to do well, a tiny little load. Makes the week easier. So I went on I went on Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, the popular discussion website for Nazis and others. And... Um, <laughs> Although, like Popeyes, they lost the other. Yeah. <laughs> so i i went on I went great on chicken Reddit. sandwich over there at Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I searched for you know Reddit, comma, shower, right? And I was like, some 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 fucking dude on Reddit has a scheme about showers, and I'm just gonna do the scheme. You're gonna coast off a yeah. You coast off somebody else's scheme. Because some there's somebody who's like, oh, all you got to do is you get a pressure washer, and that you know what I mean. Like, just there's somebody with a with a whole fucking thing that's like, you got to right. get one of those loudspeakers, but not the kind with the trigger on it that like police use to disperse a crowd. The conical kind that old timey uh, male cheerleaders use. You know what I mean? Then mm-hmm. you attach. I just knew there would be a scheme, and I found out the right kind of shower head to get. But this showerhead is illegal in the state of California. What? <laughs> this is not legal. Is it a uh, is it a ferret that you hook up to your <laughs> yeah. to your pipe? You're in a Flintstones house or something. <laughs> yeah, they say it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go. I had to. I tried to buy it on Amazon, but Amazon wouldn't sell it to me. Why is and it illegal? I, uh, because it blasts too hard. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, right. Yeah, so I guess we do. Uh, California does have drought yeah. issues. Yeah. We got to say. I guess that's why I'm illegal bits. in California. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> no, it blasts too hard. <laughs> <laughs> got to stay in Chicago, Arnie. <laughs> I know you can blast as loud as you want yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> so I going uh... down to Wrigley Field, <laughs> blasting loud. <laughs> uh. I went uh, I went on uh, eBay and bought a – I tried to buy a new one, but they wouldn't sell it to me even on eBay. So I bought a, a used one. Uh-huh. I went and got this bronze used – it's called a Speakman Anystream. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it's the same one that uh, Macaulay Culkin used in Home Alone. It's got the, spe- the volume adjustment to <laughs> – called a speak like it's man. the literal one from home no it's it's just oh. a, it's just called a speak man yeah and then i, I got you're, it so you're trying you're making a, a joke about talk the man. talk boy talk boy thank you no problem so i put the i put this thanks jordan um right. it actually didn't exist when they made the movie but the movie was so popular they actually made it oh holy yeah. shit mm-hmm so um <laughs> cool huh <laughs> that's a cool thing to know <laughs> 
And yet you can't explain your own podcast to people yeah, in your life. You know, I'm too busy coming up with Home Alone facts. I'm you too know, busy Jordan, memorizing Home Alone some facts. Some people say that podcasters are dweeb, are a type of dweebist, but I think you just proved them wrong. Yeah. You're Thank a motorcycle you. cool guy. That's true. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> so, <laughs> just like Marlon Brando if you can, If you can read this, the podcast fell off. <laughs> Brando pulls up in his in his uh, fucking taxi cab guy leather hat and his jacket on his motorcycle mm-hmm. and he goes vroom vroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so I got this I got the shower head and um came in the mail second hand and I tried it out and it di- wasn't good enough. So uh Pop Pop was here, that's my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh he and I did the final step of the scheme, which was uh, you take a wood screw and you screw it into the, you know where the, the hole where the water goes into the shower head uh-huh. uh, in, in its own little pipe? Mm-hmm. You screw a screw into that in right square in the middle of that hole and then you yank on the screw and it takes out all of the inside of the shower head. Mm. So there's nothing getting in the way of the blast. And then you fucking put that shit on there, and it is A O E City. Jesse, Holy I, I know. Shit. I know you mentioned that the you there were police sirens outside your house. <laughs> they're they're here for the showerhead. Oh, <laughs> and fuck. he just confessed. <laughs> fuck. This fuck. is a sting. Yep. This has all been a sting. Ah <laughs> oh, shit. You know, you know, you know who does a big load is Sting. <laughs> Isn't it? I think it's like the, eventually the Sting. Yeah, the Sting tantric sex thing. It's it's so crazy that that's just a joke you can make and people know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. people, like it's just kind of common knowledge that it takes. The bass player from the police a long time to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a joke you could make. Yeah. Where did I don't even know why, why anyone thinks that or why the, has he, he I don't know if his songs are about it. If he talks like why do we know that it takes Sting a long time to come? I would posit that it's got to be in the top four things, if not less, that most people word associate when they hear Sting. Yeah. I think so, too. I think you're absolutely right, Arnie. Anyway. Um, I was thinking about Sting today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to have to sh- I'm going to have to do a share my sound, share my screen Ooh. thing here with you guys. Mm-hmm. So our friend Ben Partridge from uh, the Beef and Dairy Network podcast shared this video that reminded me of Sting. It's are you guys familiar with the uh, lad British lad chef Jamie Oliver? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A little bit. So this is him. um, This is him. He's like, he's doing what appears to be an arena show. Mm -hmm. He seems to be like, like a fucking Celine Dion. He's on stage. He's just fucking surrounded by thousands of people. And he's got... A cooking setup, you know, Julia Child style. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's fucking cooking. And then they, he has this song that's him singing. He's not 
lip syncing to the singing. He's just cooking along to what he is singing. Does that make sense? He so he's singing. <laughs> he's singing on okay. the live speaker. He's singing and on cooking. the loudspeaker. Right. So you hear him singing and see him not singing, just cooking. Okay. But he's cooking along to the song. To himself singing. Yeah. Get yourself a pan and get it hot. Get your lovely lamb and slice it up. What in with some mustard seeds, two teaspoons will do. Wait until they pop and they spit at you. Then a teaspoon of fenugreek is nice. So this fenugreek. is like a, this is like a, is this actually to the tune of a police song or is this just like a style parody? I, I think he's doing the same thing as Sting. Like, I don't think this is a parody of the police. I think he, like Sting, he believes himself to be able to be Jamaican. Oh, my. And in the audience are these British people just with the most desultory clapping you've ever seen in your life. Just these these English people just staring at him and clapping almost randomly but very slowly Mm -hmm. now he's trying to get everyone to sing along with him do they know the song (laughs) no was this a hit they know this was this like one of those British uh, Christmas hits (laughs) give it to me hot wow yeah that's no good Although, hey, this no might be the only way I can remember a recipe. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. What's the dish that he's making? It's something with curry leaves and lamb. I mean, honestly, it looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to lie to you yeah. guys. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to cook along to the song, but it does look pretty nice. You can see how he helped foster the gastropub movement. He really can. He really can. If it gets stuck in your head, though, you're just cooking and you forget. You're like, how does this next part go? Is it three tablespoons or four tablespoons? Two tablespoons will do. (laughs) I I don't have that problem of it getting stuck in my head because I'm always singing the Alan Thicke song, Sweaty and Hot. Right, yeah. Aerobics championships. It's a great recipe for chili, actually. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy, detective. You know, Jordan, we are grateful for the members of MaximumFun.org, for they are the ones who allow us to make this program. Uh, every single one of them, we offer our gratitude, but primarily the ones that uh, listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All this fucking beef and dairy only members can go suck a lemon. Yeah. What are you doing? Listen to this, too. Yeah. <laughs> You can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this, too. It'll suffer in comparison. <laughs> uh, we're also this week uh, supported by the good folks at Raycon. If you're looking for high quality, reasonably priced 
in-ear music delivery devices. Heck, you can use them for podcasts, too. Look no further than the good products of the good people at Raycon. Uh, I love my Raycon wireless earbuds, Jesse. I think I probably use them every day. Mm -hmm. Every single day, I'm jamming those Raycons in my ears. Mm -hmm. They have not fallen out once. You get a perfect fit because there's all the different sizes. Yeah, there's so many. There's all these. There's these gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. They're so comfortable. They are that piece of technology in my life. When I use it, I'm like, this works exactly how I want it to. It just, you know, like when you have something and you use it and it works like you want it to. Yeah. That's Raycon for me. I love these things. They're they're great. Raycon, colon, the reverse printer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's exactly it. You know how a printer doesn't quite work how you want it to? Yeah. You're never getting a printer situation with Raycons. Uh, they sound great. They stay in your ears. Uh, I, used, I use it to run. I use it to go on long walks. Always sounds good. They, I, they Yeah, they're great. Raycons. And you can get a deal on them uh, like this. Right now, Jordan Jesse Go listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash JJGo. That's buyraycon.com slash JJGo to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash JJGo. We're also supported by the good people at Stitch Fix. This is a website store. Uh, you go there, they give you questions about what kind of clothes you like and uh, what kind of body you've got. You click, 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 click. I like this. I don't like that. It's pretty fun. I'm not going to lie to you. It's pretty fun clicking on the different things. It is fun. I like this one. I don't like that one. This one or that one. This one or that one. This one or that one. Very fun. Yep. And then at the end of it, uh, they make a special store for you with stuff you might like uh, and or... They mail you a box of stuff you might like. You don't have to keep any of it. It comes with a return thing. It comes with the bag you put it in to return it. All you got to do is slap it in there and throw it at the mailman. Uh, once you've done that, you got all the perfect clothes. Yeah, uh, Stitch Fix. It's a ton of fun to shop at. I love to do it. Um, yeah, if you don't want to like, you know, go to a mall and browse around a million stores and have to smell all those food court smells. You know the ones. Oh. <laughs> Your hot dog on a stick, for example. Actually, that is a good smell. That is a pretty good smell. God, do you think we should write a letter to Stitch Fix and see if they can get one of those lemonade plungers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Listen. how they wear those hats and they work that plunger? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, okay, go to the mall, grab the corn dog, grab your lemonade, but then yeah. go right home and just log on to Stitch Fix and shop there. It's a, it's an easier, better, more fun way to get great clothes. Uh, to get started, take a style quiz so Stitch Fix can learn your preferences from your favorite colors to preferred fits and price ranges. Jordan, you know what? I, I did all my clicking. You know what they sent me? Hmm. Exactly what I wanted. One of those hot dog on a stick hats. <laughs> Amazing. You know how tall that hat is? You know, it's like a tall beanie. I just got nine Cinnabons. <laughs> and I look great in them. <laughs> you do look I, I really was noticing that you look good. You look icy. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
icing. Sorry. Yeah, I look icing. <laughs> Man, the drip on Jordan right Thank now. You. It's actually icing dripping off me. <laughs> yeah, it's hot in there. Yeah. Uh, get started today by filling out your freestyle quiz. <laughs> this is just what Stitch Fix wanted when they agreed to sponsor Jordan. <laughs> we also forgot to sing the song parody. We, they didn't ask us to write. <laughs> Get started today by filling out your freestyle quiz at stitchfix.com slash jjgo and get free shipping and returns. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo. Uh, hey, Jesse and listeners, uh, just a quick note to anybody out there who uh, has not, for some reason, gotten a copy of the Bubble graphic novel uh, based on the hit sci-fi comedy Max Fun podcast, uh, or if maybe... You have gotten it or read it and want to give it as a gift to a curious comics fan in your life. Like some sort of curious George. Like some sort of curious George. <laughs> um, if you have a curious George in your life, if <laughs> just put on your yellow hat. <laughs> um, our buddy Sarah Morgan uh, was uh, visiting from the UK, and we uh, went to Book Soup here in LA and signed a bunch of bubbles. So these, there's a stack of bubbles that have both of our signatures on them. So it's a collector's item. This is the only stack that has both of the signatures. Uh, so yeah, if that's something that you want, uh, if you live in LA, you can head over to Book Soup. But they ship anywhere in the world, so no matter where you are, if you want one of these things, uh, just go to their website or give them a call. Book Soup, great indie bookstore, and you can get a copy of the book signed by both me and Sarah. Yeah, well, Jordan, you're not the only one who can plug stuff. Plug. Let's hear it. Go to PutThisOnShop.com and buy Dark Crystal trading cards. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. I wasn't prepared for you to totally demolish my plug. <laughs> Go to fucking PutThisOnShop.com, get some fucking Dark Crystal trading cards, and you know what? While you're at it, why not get some fucking Yo! MTV Raps cards, because I got them shits, too. Oh, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah, fucking better than you can fucking imagine. That's how fucking good it is. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all. Uh, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desi Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. A Jordan Morris boy detective. Arnie Niekamp, eighty percent fictional. Really? Yes. What's what are we looking at on the t- other twenty? That's uh, this is you explaining your podcast at a wedding. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, got it. They're like the other twenty percent are like anecdotes that are mostly true. <laughs> yeah, primarily true. Mm-hmm. And then there's an extra ten percent of just uh, making Jesse look like a dumbass in front of his employees. You gotta have you gotta have goals. Yeah like a fucking clown do i look hmm. like a clown yeah i do now because of your fucking game hmm. well though can you imagine though i at work i have to play these games like the play test and have to it makes it, i enjoy doing it but like playing it with like all departments and so if if you're in the writing department no one cares if you do well like at the funny writing game but they definitely care if you do badly which i do frequently so yeah <laughs> Arnie, can I recommend just don't play against fucking Kira because she's going to destroy you. <laughs> being funny isn't even her thing. If it was Danny, Danny's known for being funny in the business office. Kira's just nice. She likes hiking. 
She likes to go hiking. Fucking destroyed me. <laughs> anyway, but all Jesse, it's not Arnie's fault that you don't um, you don't mute you mute yourself when you fart. <laughs> That's on that that embarrassment's on you. <laughs> uh, when something momentous happens to you. Give us a call, 206-984-4FUN, or just send us a voice memo, jjgo at MaximumFun.org. Here's an example of a momentous occasion. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, Go. This is Tony in Tumwater, Washington. Um, I'm calling, actually, back in 2012. uh, You featured my momentous occasion when we adopted our son uh, from the country of Uganda in Africa. And I'm calling 10 years later with an update because he just won a big... Uh, horse show competition and won two huge ass belt buckles for uh, two different championships so uh, somehow I've raised a black cowboy um, so yeah pretty proud of the little guy and and Jordan yeah you do you gotta get a son bye love ya man you I'm look like a real asshole I'm, work, I'm working on it <laughs> Jordan get a son dude I'm, I gotta get a son I'm working on it Arnie these are my how catchphrases you, how are you gonna well, I, have you considered getting a daughter? Does it have to be a son? It's a great question, and I've been I've been thinking about it. And uh, you know, I don't want to gum up the works in terms of, of terms of catchphrase. I think I've already I've got to get a son has already been established. Obviously, sure. whatever child I get, however they express their gender, is going to be great with me. I'm just yeah. happy to have this fictional child. Yeah, and. But- you know, but I think for now we'll, we're going to stick with I got to get a son. But I mean, you know, no matter what I got, what I get after I got to get it, I'm going to be happy. And yeah. no matter no matter how it turns out, I'm working on it. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, can yeah. I tell you something that I'm a little worried about? <clears throat> if you do get a daughter. Yeah. How are you going to cover that dowry? <laughs> yeah, mm. well, I'm, I'm, I've started raising the sheep for my daughter's yeah, dowry. Many, I have how already many tracks of land. Do you have? Yeah, yeah, not Let's enough. Talk about textiles. What do you got to offer? Not enough. I mean, she'll should be lucky to be married off to the blacksmith's apprentice at this rate. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, so now we're talking about child rearing. Um, yeah. I wanted to go back to a to a previous point in the conversation, uh, Arnie. We were uh, off stream. We were talking about you're you're the you're the dad of a seven year old. Mm-hmm. Um, was your child a party baby? Ah, uh, yeah, but we got her into rehab, and she's <laughs> doing all right now. <laughs> One day at a time, Arnie. Right. One day at a time. Sure. She's hanging out with you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and <laughs> Topher Grace. <laughs> the party babies. The part, is it the, possible well, the graphics are terrible? I, I mean, it's. I would have to imagine it's probable the ter- the graphics in Imagine Party Babies is terrible, and that they were just like, "Look, we'll just put Imagine at the front of it." <laughs> oh. People, so no one's going to believe these are party babies. They're so low poly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine they were party babies. Mm-hmm. Um, our producer. You wish your yeah. kid was higher poly. <laughs> That's the dream. Arnie. I gotta get a high poly son. <laughs> but yeah, you, know, you know, every stage, you're whatever you wish for when you get it, you're like, oh, this is harder now. It's harder that my child is a higher poly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I want to congratulate uh, this child on the belt buckles. Mm-hmm. I want to congratulate this parent on still listening to this show. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of people don't make it to the second. In fact, a lot of people don't make it through the first. <laughs> um, and, it's an arduous journey, but you've grown- even and even more people than that don't know it exists. <laughs> yeah, you've 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 grinded it out. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of XP now. Yep. I think you can take on the big boss. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Would you be interested, Jordan, to hear momentous occasion updates? I would, and this is yeah, and we'll I'll 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 we'll credit our our producer Brian for this idea. It's a lovely idea. We Why have are we doing that. I I thought it would be fair. <laughs> no, he gets paid for his ideas. <laughs> we get to keep and use them. No, here's the thing, Jesse. If we start, there cre- works for hire, Jordan. Here's the thing. If we start crediting him, we don't have to pay him. <laughs> That's how the new entertainment economy works. He's doing this for credit. It's okay. like writing a BuzzFeed article. Got it. I don't know if they pay people. This is Brian. You're getting a lot of exposure out of this. Exposure, yes. Yeah. But we shouldn't overlook the skilled job that Jesse does of making it sound like that was his idea in the moment. <laughs> it's, we, listen. it's a little something called hosting, Arnie. We're all doing 100% try it. We're all good. Everyone's good. Brian's good. Jesse's good. We're all good. Everyone's good. Brian's my beautiful baby boy. He's a ba- beautiful baby. But yes, I think this is a great. This is a great. Uh, this is a great way to take a little trek down memory lane. We have been doing this show a long fucking time, and some momentous occasions may have updates like this one. Um, so if you've called in with a momentous occasion in the past and you have some new information, uh, some new wrinkles. Some new belt buckles. Uh, give us if your thruple has become a quadruple. Yes. If your thruple has become a single. Aww. Is there a preferred window of time of like, like, what's the minimum amount of time before you want a progress report? Great question. Um, we need just anything to play on the show. Anything to do at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so but anything I think we'll take. But I mean, mm-hmm. I think I what I would love to see is like, I think five years is great. That's enough time for like something to happen, for things to progress. Um, but honestly, I think any 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 update is a good update um, if it's good. I'd take six months if there, if there are fast-moving developments. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to hear something's going down, though. Sure. Yeah, something's got to be going down. It can't just be like, oh, the it's gotta, the thruple went to Disneyland. Yeah, we know. We know the thruple went to Disneyland. Of course, the thruple went to. Where yeah. the fuck are they gonna go? Yeah. Horse competition. <laughs> that so. sounds fun. <laughs> I I'll thrupling say this. does sounds like something you would do with could, with a horse. Like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> thruppling. <laughs> <laughs> something that like, like something Mitt Romney's Mitt wife does. Mitt Romney's <laughs> wife does. That's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> Listen, we all know Mitt Romney's wife does dressage, and it takes the bass player from the police a long time to come. These are the two things we would, know. Yeah, the four top four things I know about Mitt Romney's wife. <laughs> we we got some context on that. We got first of all, we got we got an overall context update. I, of course, did this, not Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so just to fill in just to fill in the listener, first of all, um, apparently Sting just brought up tantric sex one time when he was drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now everyone thinks that he takes a long time to come. 
Um, he probably blasts super fast. Yeah. <laughs> um, for all we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I mean, this is just a freelance update from me. There's plenty of talk about Sting doing tantric sex. Not enough talk about him playing the lute. Mm-hmm. Um, that, to me, is the number one thing about Sting. Uh, that- is that he just for a while was like, fuck this, I'm playing a lute now. That's actually part of his tantric sex. What, you know, you have, <laughs> you, you, you dip it a little bit, you pull it out, uh-huh. <laughs> you, pl- you play some early music. Yeah. <laughs> and after you've played, you know, once tr- trowned the maypole <laughs> or whatever you <laughs> play on a lute, <laughs> right. twice round the maypole, <laughs> um then it's trowned trowned sorry once trowned the maple <laughs> then you stick it back in yeah everybody well, has no, a great time i, I know about all this it. i know about all this jordan i've read beowulf mm-hmm. yeah it's all there in beowulf <laughs> once trowned the, the maple <laughs> quote beowulf yes before he slew grendel beowulf <laughs> Beowulf, the horny, um, the horniest poem. <laughs> we we also have an update on uh, Popeye's chicken. <laughs> the founder of Popeye's chicken claimed that he named Popeye's chicken not after Popeye the Sailor Man, but rather after Gene Hackman's character from The French <laughs> Connection, <laughs> which is as weird as it is to name a fried chicken restaurant. After Popeye the Sailor yeah. Man, who, who only eat eats chicken, spinach. Yeah, who one, he was associated with one specific food that you mm. don't serve. Yeah. That it, it would be weird. It's not as weird as naming it after Gene Hackman's character from The French Connection. Mm-hmm. Well, he almost named the restaurant Lex Luthor's. Yeah. <laughs> Hoosiers. Yeah. He named it. <laughs> But wait, my, wasn't probably... Welcome to my fried chicken restaurant, Conversations. <laughs> but is it fair to say that Popeye Doyle from The French Connection, his nickname Popeye, is probably a reference to Popeye? It might be a reference to the Japanese fashion magazine. Mm-hmm. That's mm, true. Could be. Hard is Pop- to say. Is Popeye just like some in the old days something you would say about someone who had like an injured eye? Like, oh, check out that. Because Popeye had like one closed eye. And Holy always, shit, he did! I think I hmm. always thought that's why they call like, oh, he's a you know check. Out, and maybe it's like a offense, like you wouldn't Holy say that about. Fuck, he's mm-hmm. got one big eye and one closed eye. Yeah, fucking Popeye. I maybe Holy so just shit. in the thirties or whenever, if hey, someone had an eye, how many how many years do you think it was before they add? He's like, I gotta get some more. Like this whole uh, like his eye thing is not. Uh, given me enough material maybe uh i'll add a spinach thing to this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like how superman kept getting powers until he was just overpowered yeah yeah, yeah he's running he's jumping high it's not really doing it uh you can go backwards in time guys can i give you a little present yeah please george jetson looks exactly like duck man Okay. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, hmm. Google that shit afterwards. Google George Jetson Duckman from the <laughs> Jason Alexander primetime animated series Duckman. Now, it's been a while since I've seen either. Yeah. 
I'm inclined to say no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Google George okay, Jackson Duckman. <laughs> Google first. Google that. Then Google LASD gangs. <laughs> uh, that's and you're covered. You got the. You run the gamut on Google. Can I give you guys a present? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, Elroy Jetson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks like Bluey. Mm. Yeah. Elroy Jetson looks exactly like Bluey from the movie Bluey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's play another fucking call. So we have a lot of segments on this show, Arnie. Uh, I I love them. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a listener. Okay, so we got a lot of great segments on the show. We think of all of them ourselves. Um, it's not just people calling in with some random shit that they put a name, a segment name at the beginning of. That's what happens. Like, That's what people do. That's no, what we're it's doing not. Now. It's what us thinking what we're of doing Brian has nothing to do with it. Hey, guys. This is Aaron from Houston calling in uh, for our beloved segment, Affectations I Took On in High School, a la our hero, Jordan Morris. So my affectation I, for some reason, decided on in high school was carrying a slinky. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't know where I saw a slinky, but I, I bought like a nice metal one. I had to have a nice metal one that was real noisy, and I would uh, walk between classes uh, in high school and, uh, you know, just push my slinky back and forth between between my hands, making this stupid slinky noise, and... Uh, Needless to say, I was not popular with the ladies in high school. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Fucking ladies love slinkies. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing gets a pussy wet like fucking slinkies, dude. <laughs> they were dripping. <laughs> give her the slink, bro. <laughs> oh, you got to give her the slink. I don't know how to get Sally to go to the prom with me, George. You got to give her the slink, <laughs> oh, Stewie. Holy shit. <laughs> Should I use one of those rainbow-colored plastic ones? No, nah, dude. You got to get you gotta get the classic metal slinky. And after uh, after she's nice and ready, then you give her the old Rubik's Cube. Ah, ba ba boom <laughs> Arnie, did you have any affectations in high school? I was just trying to think. I um, more in college, I started like trying to have like quirky collections of things. Like I went through the Pez thing, like many of us probably did, and then I uh, started collecting action figures that I thought it was funny that that actor had an action figure. So it was like. This was around the time that, like Jeff Goldblum was suddenly having action figures for everything. <laughs> that is funny though. That's I like that. Yeah. One of I'll I I'll say one of my most cherished possessions is something that Jesse got me for a holiday gift. It is uh J. Jonah Jameson from the Spider Man movies. And he has on the box it says he has desk pounding action. <laughs> it's the funniest shit in history. <laughs> Jesse, I think you got it on eBay or something. I, 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 I'm looking at it now. It's in the office. I love it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that. I'm glad that made such an impact in your life. Bring, bring. What were your What were your prized action figures that shouldn't be? Oh, Let's just a lot of gold here. blooms. A lot of gold blooms. James Spader from uh, uh, Star uh, Star Secretary. Yeah, from Secretary. <laughs> He had, uh, that also he had, had desk, desk pounding, pounding action. action. There you go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Stargate, right? Uh, and um, 
I had like a Malcolm McDowell from some Star Trek movie. Star Trek was a pretty good one yeah. like to get some actors it's surprising. You could that get, they, I've seen a, a Whoopi Goldberg from Star Trek at the flea market before and it, mm. I'm not a, a shelf full of action figures person, but Whoopi Goldberg from Star Trek really tested my mettle yeah. in terms of not being that. Speaking of staying, I remember I almost I always regretted when I was in London I didn't buy like a uh Loot. Sting Dune action figure. That'd have been cool. <sighs> Fucking Sting Dune. Guys, I, I gotta pick this this collection back up again. Yes. <laughs> it sounds fun. Oh man, your wife's gonna be so wet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arnie. Oh, it's okay. Can we? Thanks, just, everyone so, knows it's Slinky. Can we go back to this George Jason looks like Duckman thing? Okay. Hell yeah. So I googled George. Now that I you I did forget that George Jetson is George a duck. George Jetson. Yes. And what Jetson, came up? So that's a Duckman. So what came up was a deviant art fan drawing of George <laughs> Jetson with a bill. This is by Six Sixelmans on deviant art. Is sick sick mans, sick 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 mans do that? But I don't think that's a tribute to the Jason Alexander nineties. No, late look night at Duckman. They look have the same Duckman. color hair. <laughs> and the Duckman same has glasses. Hair. No, and the same mouth shape, <laughs> nose shape. Duckman does have glasses. They, I don't think they do. Nah, George Jetson <laughs> has clothes on. Look at look at the Duckman and George Jetson. They look the same. They're basically the same character. When did this come up for you? I seen it on Twitter. So Duckman was a horny, mean duck dad who had like some surprising emotional moments. And George Jetson was a future dad who was not that complex. Yeah. George Jetson was specifically was a uh, he was a what they call a shitty Flintstones, right? Mm -hmm. Like they invented. Okay, I put it in our chat. Okay, let's see the picture of how Duckman looks the same as George Jetson from Joe Blevins. Thanks to Joe Blevins for coming up with this. I always credit. My sources on things like this. I don't think they do. I think it's just it's sometimes really when you just put two. Hair sometimes when you put two pictures close together, like no. I feel like sometimes that happens. You're like, this toaster looks just like my mom in high school, and it's just two photos next to each other, and it's like they don't real. I don't know. I, I, I. It's not quite Spy Magazine separated at birth quality, right? No, these guys, these two fucking George Jetson and Duckman from the show Duckman. It's like a network show originally, and then I think it ran on USA for a really long time. Like USA was show. like, eh, fuck it. We'll make more Duckmans. Yeah. I think it was on after the Weird Science show, the weird yeah. like TV version of Weird Science. How come How come USA Network was scared to pick up Father of the Pride? <laughs> yeah. Come on, USA. The animated sitcom about Siegfried and Roy's lions. Listen, I don't know what's playing on USA these days. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think let's get the Save Father of the Pride USA. <laughs> Listen, if you can get HBO Max to release the Snyder cut, you can get HBO USA to make more Father of the Prides. Dear I would TNT. like them to bring back 
Dear TNT, Jesse Thorne here from NPR's Bullseye. Please (laughs) make a new make new fish police. New fish, new capital critters. (laughs) (laughs) Please bring back Robert Guillaume and Don Knotts and John Ritter and edit. Wow, there's a lot of deads on fish police. (laughs) That's the fish police curse. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You were on fish police. You're in the fucking ground. Produced by Hanna Barbera, their finest moment. Mm-hmm. Jordan, do you think you could get a? Do you think you could get an animation cell from Fish Police? What do you think you'd have oh, to pay yeah. for that? Arnie, that's a that's a collection, collection I've been considering. Is uh, Hanna Barbera, um, you know, like animation cells and promotional materials? What, which one would you get? Like what? Oh, I mean, is there so a many particular characters. Yes, I think the the, the obscure the better. Uh, uh, so you like a, I would love a Jabberjaw. I would love a Squidly Diddly. Uh, that's what, the first thing I was thinking was Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw was great. Probably so what I would do. Like, why do I like Jabberjaw so much? I probably watched Jabberjaw twice as a child. You know who's the new Jabberjaw? Is Nicole oh, Nicole Thurman, yeah. who was on the show a couple months ago. She's Jabberjaw. That's great. It's great. I got to watch that show. It's good. Incredible. Anyway, you know, uh, Fish Police. Hmm. Six episodes, three unaired. You gotta find when those you get lost... the six episode order, and you don't make it through. Oh, <laughs> you know, rough. this is like this is like that Home Alone fact that I I don't know why I know this. I don't, I forget who I was talking to who explained this to me, but I guess Fish Police was based on an underground comic, like a The Tick style, you know, underground comic. And right, I think like Howard the Duck. Yeah, I think Howard the Duck was like a Marvel character. I know. But yeah, but the kind of that zone. And I think the original fans of the Fish Police comic were mad at the show because it was not horny enough. I think that the <laughs> one of the qualities one of the qualities of the comic that its fans liked was that the fish ladies had huge tits. I, think- I was about to say, because I am looking at the fish character Angel Jones. Mm. And- Who looks just like Duckman. <laughs> and the jugs on this fish are extraordinary. Yeah. But I guess this was they weren't enough really for the pre- really pretty probably the biggest jugs I've ever seen on a fish. So there's some sort of movement online with fish police fans to get them to reboot the show, but in its hornier in its hornier incarnation. I'm not an ichthyologist, but <laughs> well, I am Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so put that in your pipe and smoke it as well. Along with the Duckman thing. Yeah. <laughs> 206-984-4 fun or JJ go at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Most game shows quiz contestants about topics they don't even care about. But for 100 episodes, the Go Fact Yourself podcast has asked celebrity guests trivia about topics they choose for themselves. And introduced them to some of their personal heroes along the way. Oh my gosh. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm going to cry. Oh my stuff. <laughs> it's so, so exciting to you. Join me, J. Keith Van Stratton. And me, Helen Hong, along with special guests DJ Jazzy Jeff and Faith Saley, plus some amazing surprise experts on the 100th episode of Go Fact Yourself. And join us twice a month, every month, for new episodes of Go Fact Yourself here on Maximum Fun. La, 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 la. 
Hi, Maximum Fun. It's me, James Arthur M. from Minority Corner. Okay, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Bad news, Minority Corner, after seven years and 340 episodes, we are wrapping up our show. I know, I know, but hey, good news. Good news is that means we must have solved racism and homophobia and sexism and equality and equity for all. Yay! No, no, we didn't. Well, I'd like to think at least that we are better off than when we started seven years ago. So don't worry, we might be saying goodbye, but our episodes will live on in the podcast airwaves forever. Or until the internet crashes and burn. Whatever comes first. Minority Corner, the final episodes right here on Maximum Bun or wherever you get your podcasts. Minority Corner, because together we're the majority. La, 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 la. Oh, it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Arnie Niekamp, 80% fictional. Arnie, I want to congratulate you on two things. Mm. Number one. Looking like George Jessen. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You recently had your seventh anniversary there on the Magic Tavern. Yeah. Congratulations for that. Thank you. Not a lot of podcasts make it to seven years, Arnie. Uh, yeah, I know. Especially especially one... weaker podcasts like ours. <laughs> oh, that's not true. You know, I did. Uh, I do not want to distract from uh, plugging Hello from the Magic Tavern, which people should listen to there's a great episode that jordan and jesse are both on as uh yeah is like a boy king and and jesse i think you're like the au pair to the <laughs> i think yeah i think i take care of the boy king the, your dick is broken on a trampoline or something <laughs> jordan's like a petulant a petulant boy king is how i remember that going yeah. on being being on hello from the magic tavern is so much fun it's just a blast yeah you and your you and your co-hosts slash co-stars are so funny it's such like a fun it's such a fun dick around it's great uh, i guess we should say if people haven't listened to it it's a kind of a fictional fantasy adventure with uh with continuity and recurring characters and an overarching plot it's really impressive so yeah, if you want to start at the beginning you can but also you know so you'll get it if you just jump in. Yeah. Oh, but I was going to say, uh, I think I figured out how to best. Uh, I listen to this podcast all the time and I'm a, I'm a big fan. And you were talking about having a hard time explaining it. Being on it, I think maybe you just say the show's about specificity. Mm. Mm. Wow. I love it. Can I say this, Arnie? Please. You call me crazy. But at the end of the day. Aren't we just fucking storytellers, mm. just cavemen mm. gathered around a fire, mm. you know, just talking about wildebeests mm. and mammoths, mm. woolly mammoths, mm. and mm. just like the flames are fr- flickering mm. and, mm. you know, mm-hmm. we we go mm. pee in a hole. Mm-hmm. We see mm. so that you know? others can hear. Mm. Yeah. Like, just every once in a while, mm. you just... You just pause. You say, I'm going to put this story on pause. I got to go shit in a hole. Jordan's going to come, I think. (laughs) I'm sticking over here. (laughs) (laughs) We've invented jacking it, but we haven't invented rooms. Oh, Roxanna. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I didn't mute. Oh, I didn't mute.
a lot of, a lot of people talk about sting and tantric sex not not enough people talk about him being a caveman <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> a nasty horny caveman. A nasty caveman <laughs> uh, specificity you're right arnie yes that's it playing the lute um, the loot. Uh, hello from the Magic Tavern, now independent with lots of Patreon bonuses, apparently. Yeah, two bonus episodes a month and then uh, lots of old spinoffs uh, that we did, short, weird spinoffs, um, like Offices and Bosses, where we, you know, in a fantasy world, they their version of uh, Dungeons and Dragons is to play a role-playing game where they pretend to work in an office, basically. <laughs> That's, fun. so That's funny. That's funny. See, this is why it's hard for me to explain so what I do. We're actually, we've been thinking about launching a Patreon right now. We're still working on this, but right now our plan is if you become, if you become a supporter mm-hmm. of Jordan, Jesse go, you get two fewer episodes a month. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Give us a couple bucks a month. Only the Steve AG episodes. <laughs> AG only. AG, there's an AG only tier you can donate at. Um, Arnie, it's always a joy to have you on the program. Thank you for staying up late for us there in in the Chicago land area. Oh, of course. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Uh, we're very grateful for it, uh, Arnie. You can hear him on twenty thousand uh, Magic Tavern related mm-hmm. podcasts. Uh, now free of their corporate masters, uh, whoever it is at this point who owns those corporate <laughs> masters. I've lost track for a while. For a while, it was the company that puts Cubs games on TV. It's, I think it's Popeyes now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, our producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez uh, on the stream Valerie Moffat. By the way, we have been streaming this show pretty consistently uh, on the Maximum Fun YouTube channel. So go subscribe to the Maximum Fun YouTube channel. I'm not going to tell you. Look, mostly Sunday evenings, but no promises. The point is, if you go subscribe, it'll Bing Bong when you, you know you set it to Bing Bong when we're when we're live because we're not archiving these. You're watching live, or you're out. Uh, you know. Because usually what we do is we'll record it and then straighten the fucking garbage. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Unless AG's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so go subscribe to the YouTube. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design, and Light in the Attic Records. Um, I-, I made a nice leek and potato soup. It's a great soup. Yeah, uh, you can use stock, but you can just use water. Sure. It's a great you soup. Know? You just saute the leeks. Mm-hmm. Put in some potato, water or stock to cover. If you want, you can put a bay leaf in there. You boil it. Then uh, when you're done boiling it, uh, you can just let it simmer for as as long as you please. And then when you're done, you just hit it with that stick blender. (laughs) Mix it all up. And if you want, you can add some uh, cream or half and half to make it creamier. It's really nice. And you can put whatever you want on there. some bacon bits or just even just a nice olive oil see i didn't care about any of that but i sincerely enjoyed the specificity of it the specificity yes Mm -hmm. yeah you know what i like to put on there those trader joe's crispy onion bits they're gluten-free oh man now i'm gonna come (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk to you next time on jordan jesse go i'll hug you and kiss you and love love you love you love you love you
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.